It's here. Peloton's best offer of the season. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton tread. Choose from accessories like a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, yoga blocks, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. Hurry, Peloton's best offer of the season is here, but not for long. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Limited time offer cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. No, that wasn't even planned. I just saw that you guys were both concerned. And I was like, it's out on Thursday? Okay. I need my HBO Max. I can do that. I mean, I mean, we can, we can talk it now in these 60 seconds before he joins. Like, I just, it didn't do anything for me. Yeah. I don't need to go um, on the spot. Oh, I think it was probably more of a, um, a pacing thing than anything else. I, I did not care anything for the characters except for the fact that they were portrayed by people that I really liked. Um, and people are comparing it to like Lord of the Rings, right? They're like, this is the new Lord of the Rings. If I think uh, about the fellowship of the ring, like the pacing of that movie, if I never got another one of those movies, I was 100% satisfied with what I got in the fellowship of the ring. That, I, I agree uh, with this. I think I would give it a completely different rating if there's not a sequel and if there is a sequel. I, because so it doesn't work as a movie on its own. Like you said, it does not. Yeah. I, so a friend of mine who did read the book, he was telling me that they didn't even get through the first book. Danny, did you read the book? Uh, do no, no. Oh, actually, yes. Sorry. I apologize. Many, many years ago. You're talking almost 35 years ago now. Okay. Because I um, have trouble remembering what I did yesterday. So no wonder I can remember what I did 35 years ago. So yeah. a long time ago, just the first book. Okay. Um, so he was saying that they didn't even get through the first book and at least with Lord of the Rings, like I felt like I watched a not a complete story, but a, a satisfactory section of a story, and I was satiated. Like cool. I walked away from that, and I was like, "This is cool." I did not feel that from this. Like the pacing was just kind of weird, and I just I couldn't get into it. it. Looks gorgeous. Like it's a beautiful movie. Um, I just wish I felt something because I think I probably have a minority opinion in terms of not necessarily enjoying this i don't know uh i definitely enjoyed i don't know the minute the actual action happened (laughs) which is halfway through the film and the rest of the film for some reason that's when i lost interest not during all the the first hour and a half of exposition i was kind of like this is kind of a cool world i can definitely see how star wars is based heavily like more than i thought on dune um tatooine yeah well not just that like you know spice Castle run spice spice is the main thing I just everything hate me some sand yeah I, I, was, I was I thought I'd hate it and I wouldn't be able to watch it in one sitting and I paused it a few times first smokes, tan jammer stop talking today so did you get a tan you look all these swarthy today, oh like you, like speaking outside. of sand and speaking of the sand dunes or speed of dune I went to the sand dunes last week last ha! weekend you are darker I'm not racist I knew it yeah I get dark. I get pretty white when um I'm, I haven't been out in the sun for a while, and then like I get dark in specific areas. It's not even, it's not even. What's it called? Smooth. I'm not like Brandon, where it's just beautiful and even all the way across. For me, it's just like blotches. Yeah, I am gorgeous. Thank you. I, I appreciate get that it. too. It's called the sunburn. Fucking, fucking black Superman over here. 
freaking Brandon. What was it? What was it? Danny's sister says he looked like, was it Black Superman or Black Captain America? Which one was it? She said Black Superman. Black Superman? I think she's just exaggerating. Fucking Idris Elba wannabe? No, I wish. I need that. I need that voice. I need Danny's voice. I should go like kill him and like see if I can <laughs> absorb his voice. <laughs> Where the hell did Danny go? He was gone for that entire exchange about him and his sister. It was great. <laughs> yeah. Where'd he go? Do you know? Oh, He's back. He was having technical issues. Ah, got it. Um, so we've got a, a particularly long show, uh, or at least a lot of topics. I don't expect that we will get to all of them. I don't expect but, um, so either. I think you're high. You are freaking up your own. We've done this before, right? We were like, you, we used, you said the you exact remember, same thing. Remember remember back when we were just used to have like talk like two or three topics and we would still exhaust the time, but now we're like <laughs> tackling a million topics. What's, what's, what, happened, what happened to those days, Brandon? I, I just don't have a lot to say about stuff and things. Oh, okay. Stuff also, yeah. that was your show. This is me and Nick's show. Do what we that want. wasn't my show. That was uh, early on when I when I came out like last yeah, year. Yeah, we did like What's one it? movie and like three to four stories. And yeah, yeah. We, even if we had like two too stories, we go on We'd somehow, we'd somehow make other. it work. We'd somehow make it work. So, uh, today, this, work. so this is a week that I feel like we have to fit them in no matter what, because, you know, fandom slash other things. There, there's a lot yeah. of news this week. There's a lot of good stuff out there. There is a lot of good stuff. Well, a lot of good stuff and a lot of bad stuff. A, a lot, lot of topics to stuff. talk about. Yeah. Um, so... I, what was I going to say? Da, 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 da. I don't remember. It just jumped out of my head. Man, getting old. Yeah, you are. You're right. It is. Am I? No. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. I, uh, I had a birthday and. Gross. It's, yeah, it's stupid. Anyway, doesn't matter. Let's see. Um, Happy birthing day. Happy birthday. Uh, thank you. I'm, I appreciate it. Hold on. Uh, so, Nick, can you take the Alec Baldwin story only because you you popped in with an update, and I can I can yes. talk the beginning of it. And so, I've retweeted several updates, so I can easily just you've pull retweeted them off my several Twitter. updates. All right, so here we go. So he's he's basically an expert. He's an expert. All right. He read well, a tweet about an article about it. I'm just I'm just quoting uh, what's it called? Knives Out. Well, I have I wrote an article. We're, article we're, we're starting this out super wrong. Alec Baldwin quote, even he's responded. So, okay. So hello and welcome to Breaking Geek Radio Podcast, the premier flagship and international podcast of LRM Online. I'm your host, Brandon Jones, and we got all the gentlemen in the room today. Jens, how y'all doing? Good. Good. We used to be more international back when you were in Germany. Now we're all like. Dylan, you'd won. Yeah, it's like child porn. How many pieces of child porn do you need before you can child porn? Just one. So Danny's that one piece of child porn. Just one of us. <laughs> and on that note, that is definitely the first time I've he's been ever to been child called that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think very many people have. I mean, that, so here's actually, the thing. Wow. When what you need to understand is lawyers have this running joke about how many lawyers do you get together and how long will it take before they start talking about sex assault and child porn? Like, it's just a thing that we do. So unfortunately, like, I'm sorry. You're, oh, is it? it is. It's just a thing that happens. So sorry about that. Uh, mostly to Danny. But anyway, uh, I blame Jammer. So okay. we've got I'll take it. several, several, several stories to talk about today. We're going to try and get through them. Uh, we're going to lead off with a tragic story, unfortunately. So 
on, you know, it's funny. I was going to do the thing that it's kind of irritating me that's happening, but this film being filmed right now, uh, it's on pause right now. It's called Rust and it stars Alec Baldwin. And unfortunately, um, while they were shooting this film, uh, Alec Baldwin had a, a firearm and in using that firearm on set, he managed to hit uh, director Joel Souza, as well as uh, the director of photography, whose name just jumped out of my head. Um, hey, I can't pronounce her first name. Helena oh, Hutchins? Helena Hutchins? Helena. Helena, Helena Hutchins. Yeah. Um, and it's weird. The fact that her name jumped out of my head and the way I almost introduced the story is part of the problem with the way the story is circulating is because yeah. Alec Baldwin has just become the face of this horrific tragedy to the point where we don't know the names of the victims. Um, but Nick, you had an update that just came in. It's like recent, recent. Yeah, so obviously that happened yesterday. We're recording on a Friday. Um, today on Variety has an article. Uh, the quote from it is, a, who says it's the union? This is from the union members. Um, no, the union telling its members, the local 404 uh iatse whatever the the one that just went on strike Mm -hmm. um or avoided going on strike because of things like this um because of course this reminds everyone of brandon lee who was also trending yesterday just because of the similarities in fact his son i'll I'll see if i find his son's tweet too but um, it's a quote a single live round was accidentally fired on set by the principal actor hitting both the director of photography and blah blah both rush with possible the point of the quote is it's the first time we know for sure there was a live round in the gun which you know first when you're happens you're like how's an accident like this happen but yeah someone put a live round in the gun whether it was which yeah you're not supposed to do that ever especially after brandon lee um so the question is i mean i guess we won't know who and i'm brandon Lee's was his wasn't even a live round wasn't it wasn't it a blank no. It was not a live round. So what happened was the difference between a live round and a quote unquote blank is just the projectile in the front. And so there was something in the gun that was fired that hit him, that it became a projectile once it was fired at him. So this is worse. This is worse than that because that one had something lodged in the gun that became the projectile, whereas this Mm. one legit had a bullet in it, which is the huge difference. Yep. And okay. Here's a quick question. Does it, I assume it was a shot, you know, like shooting into camera, you know, that kind of shot they wanted. That's speculation, but that's would it make any difference if it was him playing around with the gun that he thought was a prop gun and aimed it at the director? No. I mean, we don't know the circumstances. So, so no point I did assuming see, he's not involved with the live round. So I did see that it did occur while shooting was happening. So that is part of the initial story that I saw. I figured it was him shooting at the, like they wanted that shot of like. That would make sense. I mean, like, like you said, speculate we don't know for sure but yeah i can imagine him shooting at the camera of course the dp would be there right and then you'd yeah. have and you probably have the director who's probably getting as close to the eyepiece as possible so he can get a perspective of what the shot is um well i guess he could have also been looking at a screen if he were doing that way but maybe that wasn't his style so and uh brandon bruce lee uh tweeted our hearts go out to the family of hutchins and Sousa. And I left up their first names. So I still got the pronouncers. And well, and all involved in the incident on Rust. No one should ever be killed by a gun on film set, period. Yeah. Obviously. So, and then, 
Oh, Baldwin had two statements. There are no words to convey my shock and sadness regarding the tragic accidents that took a life of Hutchins, a wife, mother, and deeply admired colleague of ours. I'm fully cooperating with the police investigation to address how the tragedy occurred and tweet part two. I am in touch with her husband, offering my support to him and his family. My heart is broken for her husband, their son, and, and all who knew and loved uh, Hale, uh, or whatever. <laughs> I just don't know the name. I don't mean to laugh, but what's what's her so what's what is it again hutchins yeah what's her first name helena helena hutchins helena hutchins yeah that's that's her name that's all tragic story um what i'll say about it is i do well i do think it's tragedy i do think it speaks to the credit of the safety that they've employed since that incident that nick was talking about with brandon lee that this isn't a common occurrence right like i remember when that happened mm-hmm. and i remember when um i think it was jean-claude van damme was like this is horrific this should never happen again and so there were there were things that were happened uh to safety measures that were taken to ensure that this didn't happen again and unfortunately um you know in a span of 30-ish years it did so it's tragic um and i hate that he again he's become like the f- focal point of this story um to the yeah, point where one that, of the stories really that i saw oh go ahead well, yeah i was about to do the same thing you're about to do yeah one of them i saw on youtube was and it was like sky news it said something like who did alec baldwin shoot on set it's like jesus you, okay um yeah, like ahead, alec Jeremy. baldwin shoots woman on on set or something like that and just let's there's no easy way to cover but even like I the will. one we have is like alec baldwin accidentally shoots director photography on mm-hmm. set yeah. Just, I will say that I didn't think about this till I told my mom because I thought was interesting enough to call my mom about it. Um, like, obviously, he's not the one we should be focusing on, but Alec Baldwin just unintentionally killed a person. Like, that's going to hit your conscience for the rest of your life, too, unless you're a psychopath. Yeah. Like, I'm I not mean, saying we should be paid. He's obviously I mean, the least like victimized out of all of Hold on a second, Nick. I mean, that's, I agree, but I mean, that's. It's I a tangent like we just, don't need to go down. Yeah, you threw out a really uh, accusatory sort of uh, statement there that like, oh, unless you're a psychopath, this yeah. has to affect you. It's just like mm-hmm. people react differently to all sorts of tragedies. What I do say is this about part of that is this movie was in the early stages of filming. Like mm-hmm. they're not even close to being done. So I'm curious how this incident will impact what happens going forward. So that, that's that truly canceled, unfortunate. If I had to guess. No idea. So, but anyway, yeah, unfortunate story. um, And we will uh, track it as it goes. So moving on from that, Netflix has had a relatively interesting week. Uh, So they went from riding high with passing 213 global subscribers in the third quarter. Uh, A lot due to Squid Game, right? Which is just driving folks to the service. Um, and driving up revenue. We talked about on the last time how the costumes from Squid Game are selling like gangbusters, uh, doing incredibly well. On the flip side of that, uh, we had Ted Sarandos admit on the back of the Dave Chappelle special that came out that he screwed up, that he did not approach the feelings that people were expressing to him within Netflix about the harm that they were suffering due to the 
Dave Chappelle special. And he said that had he had the opportunity to do it over again, he would approach it with more humanity. And so what we have can you, now- Can you dig deeper into what yeah. you're talking about in case people who don't know? Hope, hope, this, is how, this is how I talk, right? There's like a, there's like a circular thing. Deleted. So what we okay. have- what we have based on that is um, a hashtag, which is Netflix walkout. And this is based on the Dave Chappelle special that came out about a week or so ago uh, called The Closer. In it, he has a lot of discussions about the trans community, about the homosexual community. And he even brings up J.K. Rowling, which we've talked about in the show as well. Mm. And it, there are positions and things that he says that are pretty inflammatory. And there are folks that work at Netflix that decided they were going to walk out based on that. And so there were in some internal emails that the co-CEO Sarando sent out and they just were not well received. And so on the backs of that, um, you had folks like um, Lily Wachowski, Billy Eichner and Elliot Page sending support to folks at Netflix who were leaving. Uh, Netflix was doing things like suspending people who were uh, commenting about this that worked at Netflix. And it, it's a huge to do now. Um, and even though Sarando said that he screwed up and acknowledged the lack of humanity in some of his emails, they're not pulling the special. So. Yeah, that's a, uh, I don't know how I feel about that stuff. I don't like what he says, but also comedy is always doing stuff like that it always has but it's at the same time to say that it doesn't cause problems is also not true based on what is said so i it's a did you guys see it did you guys see the special i i saw the i saw the quote i saw the the, the moment i went to okay. watch it um i didn't know what the controversy was i didn't even make it as far as the controversy because i thought it wasn't funny um, and then I looked it up afterwards and was like, oh, he talks about trans people later in the thing I didn't even watch. I mean, it's kind of throughout, right? It is a, it is a thread that goes throughout uh, talking about the LGBT community. And I came away with the same conclusion that you did, Nick. I didn't think it was particularly funny. I did think that it had some really powerful moments in it. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things where I think that the message gets lost in the delivery um, because he just says some really awful things. What did you think, Danny? You said you watched it. Yeah, I did. I, I'm in your camp. I I didn't see the previous um, special where the original quote or joke or comments were made that he felt the need to address in this one. Mm. But like you guys, I just didn't find it very funny. I mean, I could see he was trying to, I'm not sure if justify is the right word, but he was certainly trying to explain himself in this one and using comedy at the same time. And me personally, I didn't find it funny and I don't think he truly explained himself very well either. So I don't think he came out any better than, than, he, than he went in this special with. So, But I do feel it's uh, an interesting take on things that what's happened since about pulling the show and, and people walking out and people showing support and stuff. I think there's a, it's a very interesting times we live in about being able to make jokes and say things and people get offended or not offended. You know, if you don't like it, turn it off, don't watch it. So what I do, yeah, what I do find interesting about this story, and I'm curious if we'll find out, um, I forget which of you said it, one of you did say the thing that I'm going to address, the controversy is driving people to watch it. And so Mm -hmm. while um, Serendos, the co-CEO is saying all of the right things about, you know, I screwed up and humanity this and humanity that we're not pulling the special, 
he has to know that just people having the conversation, us having this conversation is going to cause more and more people to watch the specials. There's absolutely no reason for them to pull it. Well, yeah. would, a lot of comedians, I mean, obviously this is, you know, it's a touchy issue. What should be censored? What's a funny joke? What's an inappropriate joke? Um, a lot of comedians I follow on Twitter, like David Cross, I, I don't want to say he's the one who said it. I don't remember which comedian said it um, rather than just pinning out on David Cross. But a lot of the comedians were like, I stand, I think I stand with Netflix decision not to pull it because that would be a form of censorship. Yet at the same time, if you say something like that on Twitter, it's, you know, you can be banned or not hired again or whatever, because I don't know, it's just hard with the whole. And then also, I think part of the issue I have with it is that the only reason I feel like he did bring those things up is this, this a few of his specials recently have literally he said, fuck cancer culture. And he just says, the most extreme things possible, I feel, to play into that narrative. I mean, he's I mean, always been controversial. Yeah. But so I feel like I he's going one, overboard to meet that promise. Like, I'm going to blow your minds with how much you want to cancel me. So I think part of it is that's always been part of his his brand, right? Like, if you go back to his show, that's just who he is yeah. as a person. The other thing is there are different rules and different standards of conducts for different companies. Mm -hmm. So... I, I don't necessarily agree with what you're saying that had he said the same thing on Twitter, they would have banned him. But that being said, those are two different corporate entities. And yeah. so they would do different things based on whatever they thought that their standards were. We all know that Facebook has no standards, but regardless, <laughs> other places play by their own rules. So the Facebook from the that change the name too. I don't know. They're going to change it to Alphabet or Finsta. Who knows? Wait, what are you talking about? Uh, so they're changing it. Uh, yeah. Not a story that we plan on covering, but, uh, Facebook is going to change their name similar to Google and alphabet. So just like alphabet has changed to encapsulate Google, as well as the other companies that they own, Facebook is going to do the same thing. And so it's WhatsApp, funny because they already kind of did that where they had the Facebook overlord brand logo which is different from the facebook social media logo so they just know changed what the name of that over that umbrella what, what happened? happened facebook what? shit like like their brand their brand and their name means absolutely like that's only a good thing to do we've talked about branding right it, it applies just as well as it does to studios if your name is complete crap it doesn't do any good to have that be the umbrella name for your company i'm happy about this because it you know it eventually means that should they be able to get enough votes It'll be easier to break up the company because I hate Facebook, but that's just me. It's not just me, but that's just me. Yeah, it's not just you. <laughs> anyway, you guys ready to move on? Yeah, yeah, let's get some happy stuff. Let's get some happy stuff, sort of. So we brought up <laughs> Lily Wachowski. I mean, you know, there are lots of stories. So we brought up Lily Wachowski and there was a story that came up about the Matrix. Uh, so we had uh, Yaya Abdul-Mateen talking about what his role is going to be in the new Matrix movie. So we saw on Instagram a little while ago that he confirmed he was going to be playing Morpheus. And so he expounded on that a little bit uh, because people were very confused as to why it's him and not maybe Lawrence Fishburne. And what he said about that is, this is definitely a different iteration of the character. I play a character who's definitely aware of the history of the Matrix and the history of Morpheus. This character is on a journey of self-discovery. There's a lot in our story that's about growth, defining your own path. Morpheus isn't exempt from it. And then he went on to say what the viewers will come to understand is that 
There are many rules of the matrix. Age, appearance, and things we identify as real can be manipulated in that world. The matrix is where anything is possible. Um, really quick, before you move on, I do want to say, you said Lily Wachowski before. Lana Wachowski is the one who's directing this one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, did I? I'm sorry. Right. No, yep. just wanted to clarify. Switching one Wachowski for another. Sorry. Damn it. Go ahead. Uh, it's odd. It's a confusing quote, but I'm happy he gave it because it always that little what's it called the that that continue Nugget? um no no what they call continuity oh. horror inside of me uh screaming going like why did you have everyone except for Lawrence Fishburne and um well no agents so I'm happy either, right? there's. Well, yeah, but it's not like they're having someone else running around calling themselves Agent Smith. That's the difference. As far as we know, yeah. As far as we know. They were all Agent Smith. That's just the one no. name. Because of so the, it's Agent. So the last there, name. there Agent, were three others or two others. There were at least yeah, Brown and, yeah, Brown yeah. and I think Jones. Did yeah, you watch, did you even watch the Matrix, Nick? Did you not watch the like Matrix? Not in like 10 years. The Reloaded? I couldn't remember the name. I watched the sequels too, but I haven't watched the original in like 10 years. Yeah. So definitely in the first one, they were three different ones. And I remember their names. Like I said, it was Smith, Brown and Jones. I do not remember the agents names from the sequels because nobody cares. No, they were the same. They were the same were ones. They? Were they? Yeah. All three of them were, I think, the same they ones. They keep regenerating. Yeah, exactly. And um, so wait, does that mean that one of them was another Agent Smith? No, I'm saying there were three standard agents there's a smith there was the other two and they but were smith spread around at various points throughout the movies but smith wasn't a basic things. agent anymore in the second one he was like right, right. he was a rogue by agent. neo even somehow or something so that's what i'm asking what were the names of so you're saying that the names of the other ones in the sequels were also brown and jones i assumed and... they were just the same agent designations as the first one because i'm really curious to all three of them they were the same know. actors I okay. thought they were the same I actors. Think, I thought they were the same actors too. That's been too long. They're not. The reason I remember yeah. that is because one of them from the first one was mm-hmm. on Farscape. So if you guys ever watched Farscape, oh, the guy that the played actor. Stark with the mask on his face, that was one of the agents from the first one. He, I, I would put money on the fact that he's not in any of the sequels. But it makes sense. Neo blew them all up. Like, no, I mean, yeah. but, but no, he blew up, up one of them. He only flew up into so he, Smith. He flew into Smith, blew him up. Man, we're going way down the rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> he blows oh, up Smith. <laughs> he blows up Smith, and then the other two like look at him, and then just bolt in opposite directions. <laughs> yeah, okay, like fuck exactly. this, and they take off. So, and the reason why Smith has the power that he does in the sequels is because of that moment, allegedly. Mm-hmm. So when he went into his allegedly. body and exploded. You're such a fucking lawyer. Allegedly. I mean, listen, there's sequels, allegedly. so the allegedly. rules could be different. The rules, you know, I, Smith is an unreliable narrator. And he wasn't even sure, right? Because in the sequel, he's saying, maybe some part of you copied onto me. Like, he doesn't know. And so that's what he's saying is part of the reason why he is the way he is. So... I do have anyway. a theory for new Morpheus. What's your theory for the new Morpheus? I think he's a computer program that is trying to discover his better side by reliving his life the way Morpheus did to kind of become a rogue good program. Like that's his self-discovery. I hope not. <laughs> what what would be interesting is i'm curious I, did you guys ever see or play or know anything about the matrix online? 
No, I only oh, played uh, the no. cool looking oh. game that was actually crap. So it was, it was an MMO and it was supposed to be a canonical continuation of the story of the Matrix. And what happened was Morpheus was a reoccurring character in that. And he actually died in that storyline or supposedly died in that storyline. So I'm curious, you know, go ahead, check it out, look it up. And I'm curious if once you read that, you'll you'll think that that has anything to do with this or did they just completely wipe away um, his story? But So I think you blew my mind. You're, I think you're right. That, I mean, you're right. They were different agents. I thought allegedly. they were the same agents as the allegedly different agents. Blew your mind allegedly. Agent, agent, agent Johnson is the one from the second one. Yeah. I think that was I the expect. other prominent one. The one uh-huh. who is uh, probably fighting with him the most, especially in one of those opening sequences, I think was Agent Johnson. Yeah, I'm full of shit. Apparently, I can't remember things correctly. Oh, I don't worry, it. Jammer. I knew. I knew that. Shit. Okay. <laughs> it God. is known. It is known as they say on Game of Thrones. It is known. Speaking of Stark, ready to move on? Stark. Wait, wait. I don't even know. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. I'm good. Anything <laughs> to add, Danny, to it, to the whole Matrix shit? Because you haven't said anything. To say. Okay, so now. Oh, he keeps shaking his oh, head no, and stuff like that. <laughs> I got nothing. So far, all of his reactions have been to like us speaking, like shaking his head, or like yes or no. So they can't I'll, see you. I'll say. Did this. y'all ever play? Did y'all ever play Into the Matrix? Yeah, that's one I was talking about. That looks pretty, or and then you realize it's repetitive as shit, even though they're pulling off cool moves. And they actually I had, had a good footage time with of the that. real actors in it. Yeah, I got. Oh yeah, because they basically was like Interpol type stuff, yeah. like in between the the first and second one. Yeah. In fact, I think the different uh, Oracle actress showed up in the game before she did in the movie. Mm. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Because she died after the second so reloaded. There is version. actually another Matrix game. So there was a third Matrix game called Path of the One. And that's that the actually. one where you got to be uh, Neo. And they changed oh, you up get the to see, You get to be Jet Li? No, you get to be Neo. And hey, actually, pause really quick. Did you guys know that the guy that Steven Dorff <laughs> played in Blade, they offered that role to Jet Li? And that was going to be like his American movie premiere, but he turned it down to be in Lethal Weapon 4. Did you guys know that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. Fucking uh, piss me off. Because, uh, man... And to see Bruce or Bruce Lee, Jet Li. <laughs> see Jet Li and man, I've been watching Warrior a lot and it's just fucking with my head um, to watch Jet Li and Wesley Snipes fight in that movie would probably would have blown my mind. That probably would have been. Did you fantastic. see, did you see the movie Warrior with uh, Joel Edgerton and Tom Hardy? So good. That movie's so good. fucking good. It yeah, is good. And Nick, Nolte. Nick Nolte as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Nick Nolte. Man. So heartbreaking. You, you know who plays Bad Dads? Well, Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte, yeah. <laughs> Even in superhero films. Even so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it is. Just terrible. Yeah, work on that temper of yours. Um, <laughs> but going back to Yaya Madula, a teen, did you guys see that um, he's going to be in a new Michael Bay movie? So ambulance. Oh, he's the ambulance driver? He's the ambulance. ambulance. Literally. He's I don't think the... he's the driver. I think Jake Gyllenhaal is going to be, well, at least no, in the think... trailer. Yeah, well, Gyllenhaal... they steal it. He's not actually an ambulance driver driver it looks like in this yes trailer. so it's a bank yeah. robbery gone wrong and they're like trying to escape from this is like Thelma and louise style except yeah. in an ambulance looks fun i haven't seen michael bay direct anything uh six since six since six underground <laughs> Whew, man and uh this is fine it's all right i think we reviewed it for the show it's okay and honestly um, this looks more like a heat type film than a full-on michael bay type but i think I mean, the last michael bay movie i watched 
I think the last one I watched of his, the newest one I watched was Pain and Gain. Wow. I actually watched that too. That was actually a funny movie. Yeah, kind of dark, a little dark for me. But Danny's still... scratching his head. It's with uh, Mark Wahlberg and The Rock. Yeah. No, I've seen that one, but I was just oh. surprised that Jammer didn't see that one that was on Netflix. Uh, the other Six Underground. Underground. He did. That was no, before he looks, joined the show. It looks boring. It's was okay. It? It's got Ryan yeah. Reynolds in it. That always adds a number to the score, but it only He's elevated right. it one notch. But it, it, it didn't do it. much for Hobbs and Shaw, so... That's the only reason I gave Hobbs a shot any points. <laughs> yeah. He was all the points. So yeah, I'm I'm looking you forward guys to that. Mad. Hmm? Hobbs and Shaw is better than any of that Fast and Furious crap that you like, Jonesy. No, it's not. No, it's Get not. out of here. Well, it's better than it's better than some of them. Like, especially Tokyo Drift. Should be that called too fast, shit. Too furious. It's definitely Hobbs and fast. I would furious. never watch Hobbs. Like you couldn't pay. Well, you could pay. That's me a lie. You could, you, yeah, you, you could to totally. Watch Hobbs and I don't know why people said you could totally pay me to watch a movie again. Um, but it is not. <laughs> I would never put it up against any of the Fast and Furious films. I would watch any of those again rather than watch Hobbs and Shaw. So. I would rather watch Hobbs and Shaw than watch Tokyo. No. Uh oh. I'd rather watch it than Too Fast, Too Furious. I'd rather watch Jam Jam, Jam Stay Frozen. <laughs> I think we lost Dr. Jam. He's frozen. Anyway, uh, he's totally wrong. And that's okay. That's why he's frozen. Um, did you do that? Did you press a button and freeze Jam? Or I did. There's a shut up here. for the house. I'm here. So anyway, moving on from Jammer's incorrect <laughs> opinions. The blasphemy. We've got two really cool renewals that I'm very excited about. And I'll start with the first one, which I think is interesting because I did not, Danny is the only other person I know watches this fucking show. So Doom Patrol has been renewed for the fourth se- for a fourth season, which really excites Aye. me. But what I Aye. found interesting about the story, and this is the one that I found from comingsoon.net, it, in its opening paragraph, it says it's bringing back one of the biggest and most popular DC-based television series out there. I don't know anybody that fucking talks about this show. I don't know anything <laughs> other. Again, Danny is the only other person I talked to about this show. We've never really talked about it. We like, but, but, but I, every single person who I know who watches it fucking loves Doom Patrol. And it's I basically, it. it's, it's amazing. A, it's, a, it's the Ted Lasso of, of freaking <laughs> DC shows. And I see it mentioned way more often. <laughs> not, on not in than style. Like I Titans. just mean in that, in that everyone loves it. That's what I mean. I think Titans is hugely popular as well. Oh, but well, I'm just saying on my Twitter experience, I do see more people talking about Doom Control than talking about Titans. I'm just feel like it has a bigger following. I have no frame of reference for this anymore. And it's just, it's weird to me to hear what is popular. Like Ted Lasso is out there winning awards. So it's obviously getting some kind of recognition. These two shows, like Doom Patrol and Titans, like I have no frame of reference for whether or not anybody watches them. So all you people out there watching it, Good on you. I'm gonna enjoy another season. Of this I, shit. Watched, um, I watched. I uh, watched episode one. And I was like, that was really good, and then I didn't watch the rest. Just of it. didn't watch. I really <laughs> like it. Uh, it's super fucking weird. They lean into the weirdness. Um, I, I, I saw that one photo you posted. Bonkers. It's a ridiculous show. So incredibly ridiculous. Um, yeah. But yeah. Also, we wouldn't be Breaking Geek Rate of the Podcast if we didn't have a moment to talk about Apple TV+. Plus. So Mythic <laughs> Quest, a show that a lot of us enjoy, has been renewed not for a third Yay! season, but for a third and fourth season. 
Uh, I'm super excited about this. Oh, it's really good. My Mac and my and Rickety Cricket's one of the writers slash stars of it. So I need to. The hell is Lemony Snicket? Rickety Cricket. You don't watch (laughs) the longest running live action sitcom of all time. Jiminy Cricket? What? His name is Jiminy Cricket? Rickety Cricket is his nickname, <laughs> but he's uh, the like really nervous guy who's like, we can't get it, put a shovel in the game. <laughs> Nick, uh, Nick, Lemony Snicket is a fictional character. He's so not real. So Rickety Cricket. He's a, he plays Rick- the character Rickety Cricket. What the fuck are you talking What's happening? about? What's Stop happening? Up this a actor and Sonny <laughs> who's a co-creator and actor in, uh, he's like the timid guy on um, Mythic Quest. The timid. The guy who's like. Like oh yeah, he's he's both the co-creator of Mythic Cricket. Quest. What his name is not? No, Rickety I'm saying Cricket. on the bigger show that features him, his character's name is Rickety Cricket, and he comes oh. from the same same show as uh Rob Meckle Mc, whatever his last name is, who was the other co-creator who also Meckleheny. Yeah, like they're that them and Danny Pudi are why I'd watch it because they're all actors Danny from shows I love. I mispronounced Danny Poot. Po- you're talking you about Jamie. David David Hornsby, right? You said Jamie. Is that who you're talking Poody. about? Yeah, Danny. David Hornsby. That's the actor's name. David Hornsby, who plays David Brittlesby in. How, how could you forget a name West. like Danny? What's wrong with you? David. Danny. <laughs> no, we're Danny not. Danny Now we're talking about different people. He just came up with You the said name Jamie Pooty. No, I said Danny Pooty. No, you didn't. The fuck Go you back did to not. Tape. <laughs> I mispronounced it because I know Danny Pooty's name. <laughs> I don't have to go back. I, I can hear with my ears. Check. That's you say Jamie. Oh, fuck me. What a conversation. But here's the thing. I don't know if you guys saw this. In the announcement for the fact that this guy picked up two more seasons, Rob McElhaney called Anthony Hopkins on FaceTime and was like, hey, I don't know if you know this. We got picked up for two more seasons. And Anthony Hopkins was like, oh, that's, that's really great. And he's like, I mean, it's really great. You guys are out there winning Emmys and all this other stuff. He's like, no, 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 no. That's Ted Lasso. And he's uh, like, wait, who is this? And he's like, it's 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 Rob, Rob McElhenney. And he's like, oh, and he thinks it's Jason Sudeik- Sudeikis. It's it's pretty funny. You guys should check it out. Um, who anyway. are you listening today? He's hosting SNL this weekend. If you're a big Jason Sudeikis fan, so and so Nick, you'll be disappointed to hear that Jackson Pooty is not coming back for those two seasons. Jackson. Can <laughs> He's not though. <laughs> no, he is. I just oh, okay. like... I'm like he was. I did stop watching <laughs> the episode where he was like a super dick. That's where I stopped watching. Not because I got bored, but because I knew the other show came out. Yeah, Harold like, Cooney's arc everyone. in second season is actually really good, though. It is really good. Oh, god damn it! Fuck. Let's call him Mister Pooty. That's much Pudy. better. Sorry, Danny. I know I've met you in person at a bar, but I'm so Nick, far. sorry. I cannot. I cannot help. I'm so happy that you're really consistent with how bad you are with names, Nick. It makes this oh. show so so much better. <laughs> I'm hiding behind my microphone for those who can't see me. Maybe I'm louder now. <laughs> so, uh, oh, it's just God. a character. Oh, <laughs> Uh-huh. We're, okay. we're gonna ebb and flow here we're gonna go like peaks and valleys right so that was a high we had two really really good oh. renewals we're gonna do some valleys right now so oh, really clear. i, I do want to say what? this what? this what makes me really say? happy just because say? i remember at the end of season two you're just like was there a, was there like a a proof for a, or a renewal for a third season because of the way things ended 
dot, dot, dot. So if you haven't watched it, keep an eye out for the dot, dot, dot. Okay. Okay. When I get there, I'll still remember that dot, dot, dot. No, you won't. Yeah. Don't lie. Don't lie to me. I said hopefully. <laughs> oh, you're saying I won't even watch it. <laughs> no, not at all. You guys ready? You guys ready to move on to the valley? Yeah. I'm ready for the valley. All right. So uh, despite the fact that we have a lot of DC fandom news to get through, uh, the valley here is that Disney, the House of Mouse, has delayed not only stuff in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but also Indiana Jones 5. So are you laughing? No, Jesus Christ. I'm crying. I know. Um, so everything after the new Spider-Man film is going to be delayed. So Doctor Strange, which was supposed to be coming out March 25th, is now taking Love and Thunder's old date. And so they're going to be moving to May 6th. The next Thor movie is going to be pushed to July 8th. And Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever, is now going to be pushed to November 11th. I could not find a reason for the delay. I did see that some people were saying, I did see some people were saying that um, uh, it was based on some reporting by Grace Randolph that there are a bunch of reshoots happening on Doctor Strange. Uh, People are saying that she's an unreliable source. So who knows? Feige Uh, did have an answer, but everyone doesn't believe Feige either. He, he said think? it's just they have so much in the pipeline that in order to make them all, in order to get them all done and flow right, they delayed him for that reason, not for pandemic reason. But I'm also like, you also had Doctor Strange set for the same weekend as the Bat, one week away from the Batman. So there is also some smarts in distancing yourself. Yeah. From their yeah, so highest grossing character. I, I, the thing that they mentioned is it was kind of like, because they're also, the productions are also kind of connected in some way to where it's like, one delay of one thing will just lead, cascade downward. Mm-hmm. I think right. that's, that's essentially what he meant. But as far as the reason why, other than Grace Randolph, 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 who... Come on, Nick. Kind of goes back and forth with her reliability. Because sometimes, because here's the thing, she definitely knows people on the inside, but she's also one to throw something out there either way too early or accidentally misunderstand and then basically double down on incorrect information and then just be proven a fool but yes. she's also done the opposite where she's doubled down and just been totally right so she has the same so something about a broken clock yeah uh i think it's very clear that huh. she knows stuff it's just a matter of what stuff she decides to share knows, knows. okay um, in addition to those MCU pushbacks, uh, the biggest one is going to be the Indiana Jones one. So that film has been delayed 11 months. Uh, the fifth Woo! Indiana Jones film, the the fifth Indiana Jones film won't premiere until uh, Harrison Ford's like 82. So um, yeah, tell us all about his piloting, Nick. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Anyone can look it up. I don't know why you guys thought that was so weird that I knew about all this. It's these so weird. It's so weird. So I don't think Nick, it's weird that you knew. I think it, the connection was weird. Like it was like a non second. Yeah. So it yeah. basically he said like he's going to be dead by the time it comes out. And I was just like, that's weird to say. Well, yeah, he's already doing shitty at piloting. Like he's crashing his planes. He well, crashed playing him fly. He's he going to die in a day. plane accident. And then you're just talking about like, yeah. I don't know. He's already getting old. Like they're gonna take away his license. They should take away his license. license. They have it. Yeah, pilot license. 
He's my number one actor. You know who my number two is? Tom Cruise. It's like the weirdest stream. Well, that's because Jammer's like, no one has a number one actor. And I was like, I even have a number two. I don't have a number two. It's because I was like, I was like, that's weird that you know that. It felt like oddly, it oddly pointed and personal towards Harrison Ford. (laughs) And he was like, it's not weird. He's my number one actor. I don't have a number one actor. Does anyone else have a number one actor? (laughs) No. You know why? Because loving actors are just going to let you down. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's not like I care about for uh, like apparently I do care about Ford's personal life. It's not like I care about Cruz's personal <laughs> life. I, he just picks the movies I like watching. Yeah, yeah, or so. like spearheads them. But I mean, yeah. occasionally, if you can attach to actors, you're gonna be left like you know a fan of J.K. Rowling. You know, be like, oh shit, she's my number one author. Now she's my number one transphobic author. So. Yeah, I've had to make adjustments. Kevin Spacey was one of my favorite actors. He certainly isn't Ugh, anymore. Yeah, that's, that's pretty rough. <laughs> Man, you, did you bet on the wrong horse? Well, he wasn't my number one, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, thankfully, it most sense. of my list is fine. Most of it is intact. <laughs> um, <sighs> it does make sense they delayed that one that much because they're, they're behind production. They're still in the middle of production. It's supposed to come out this May. So it feels oh, yeah. like it gives them a chance to actually make a better movie. The story's about Indiana Jones. Um, cool. Yeah, I mean, did they, did the Mar? It, this is separate from the MCU delays, right? They as announced as, them all the same day just because it was. But I mean, it's, it's actually stuff. separate. No, it's not related to their. Yeah. Delays. And it's, it's just, did they give a reason for this one? Not that I mean, I that find. was just the reason me and James Burns were already sure it was. They were behind because of the injury and you want, like, they, the release date's pretty close already so that makes sense um but the two things that weren't mentioned about the marvel one is that ant-man then got pushed to 2023 so unless kang shows up somewhere else we'll have to wait even longer for jonathan majors to return and then guardians of the galaxy people ask james gunn he's like no it has the exact same release date in 2023 that it had before because he's like it's because he said it's about production and stuff and he's like we're on schedule we're in pre-production we did our screen test this week our sets are built. He's like, there's no reason why they would delay. And the sets are huge, right? Because they're not yeah, using they the Yeah, they won't use the tech. volume, which is the other yeah. part of that news, which I kind of prefer. So it's yeah. interesting. I know I know production on Ant-Man 3 is wrapping pretty soon too. So it's kind of weird that it's gonna be like delayed so long. Well, it means that there's a story reason, right? Mm. No, no, I mean Ant-Man 2, as far as I know, isn't isn't the reason for all this, but because it got cascaded downward. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm saying that there's a story reason, like just what you were talking about before, that there's something right. happening in that that we can't know. So. I saw Jonathan Majors on a where? Where? <laughs> on a, one of the late night shows. I probably Kimmel or something. He was he was he was having a good time teasing Kang and stuff. Where he's like, do he's like like Jimmy Kimmel's like, do you kill Ant Man? He's like. I've read the script. <laughs> he's gonna be like, "What's an Ant Man? What's a movie?" He starts no, calling just... Joaquin Phoenix. And when he's on the late night show, he feels like his version of uh, Kang from uh, Loki. Uh, Loki, yeah, he's just fun loving, like hanging out, just like making jokes with Kimmel. And you mean like his personality? <laughs> yeah, not all actors have the same personality as the kid. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna throw in a little nugget that I know from some people on the inside. Ooh. I know they're also working on Secret Invasion and the Marvels. Mm-hmm. Wait. Those are already in the works. Say that again? Did we know that already? I don't know. 
Do we? We've had a big super invasion cast for a while. Cast for a while. No, I'm not saying care. I'm not saying that they're that they're existing. I'm saying that they're in production. Oh, I didn't know those two were in production. Interesting. Yeah. It makes sense because they're still to make what comes after, even if they're having a pipeline thing right now. The Marvel still has Captain Marvel in it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't give I'm a fuck. Assuming. Moving on. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I already stopped hearing. So, moving on. So we we've done some peaks. We've done some valleys. Uh, we're gonna do another peak uh, before we get to uh, another valley. So, who is surprised to learn that the first reaction? Can you the throw Eternals? in a wrench into two valleys at once just to see what happens? No. Okay, go for no. it. I've got two valleys. So the, ravine. what ravine? Uh, yeah, it's a sexier no. valley. No. What's what's a no, saddle? Right. What about a saddle? Can we do a saddle? Saddle works. Saddle works. All right, here's a saddle. Who is surprised to learn? that the early reactions to the Eternals are that it is groundbreaking, that it looks incredibly great and it's going to change the direction of the MCU. Anybody I feel surprised? like we've never heard that before. Yeah, I don't I think like Marvel actors or directors never ever said that. I'm really curious. So it's not just directors, right? These are people it's, it's who have people seen, who've seen it. Like yeah. even Feige and, oh, even uh, critics. But these are like the early critics. Yeah. Who like, so that's what I'm saying. Early, even... early reactions. Yeah. It would be I've weird if Feige was like reacting to a thing he made. Well, Feige like, says all the time too. Here. He's like, this is like he this said, this is the most beautiful movie ever made because we got what's that's not a real reaction. Man land. That's not a real reaction. Like he always says that kind of shit. That's to be fair, I've, I've never said I never said anything like that about anything I've created. So it's got to be never. true. That's like a drug dealer talking about this is the best smack. The smack is going to change the direction of the smack game. Just imagine <laughs> the fucking the guy from uh, Pulp Fiction, freaking like this. Which this one is the mad is the fucking mad. Man. Oh yeah, and then you see you see a uh, freaking John Travolta fucking rolling his eyes at the guy, just being like, he's like that's a friend price. He's like okay okay <laughs> everyone gets a friend price you piece of shit i know what you're doing so kevin feige is the one talking about eternals is the madman this one this is the madman <laughs> kevin feige is eric stoltz from pulp fiction <laughs> and all the fans were just in the thurman room thurman just like shaking on the ground like, oh my God. Oh, i gotta take uh, there's some guy that i gotta he's outside my door i'll be back tell him you want the madman So, without Jammer, moving on, we're going to talk about um, Warner Brothers. So, Warner Brothers is having an also awful, no good week. Uh, We've got accusations flying back and forth. Uh, So, there was a while ago we talked about the fact that Ruby Rose was leaving Batwoman. It was all very mysterious, right? Like, very cloak and dagger. We didn't know what was happening. We didn't know what was going on. She was just like, I'm out. And so there were questions about what they're going to do next season, what's going to happen. What ended up happening was they fiend like they killed off the character, um, but they didn't actually. And they just brought on another actress to play Batwoman, not the same yeah. Batwoman, not Cassandra Kane, but another woman who is going to be Batwoman. Meanwhile, back in the real world with the blue pills, um, we still didn't know what happened. So now... It seems like Ruby Rose is breaking her silence and in a relatively long Instagram post. She said, enough is enough. Um, and she tagged Batwoman showrunner Caroline Dries and Greg Berlanti and Sarah Scheiter and talks about the show's production, talks about working with Berlanti production. She said, I'm going to tell the whole world what really happened to me on that set. 
And basically she starts talking about how bad it was. She launches accusations against her co-star, Duke Grace Scott, uh, who played, I think he was like a security chief on the show um, or the head of a security agency. And it, it went back and forth like that. He's come out and denied any kind of allegations of abuse, anything like that. And he says that the accusations are entirely made up. Meanwhile, Warner Brothers comes over the fucking top and says, hey, listen, you got fired because of what you did. And so this is a crazy like three-way story. And what I find fascinating about some of this, again, we're talking about Warner Brothers and I don't know how um, it's hard to discern whether or not this is just something that's toxic within the studio environment mm. there generally because the history we got a history of rape history relatively recent history and so I just find the story to be fascinating um, and so I was curious what you guys thought if anything, I thought the main this. thing that she said was that I maybe I read a different statement than you I thought what she said was or at least an article boiled it down that uh, they were, she was told to get back to set like four weeks after the surgery she had to have because of an injury. And they're like, yeah. if you don't like, come back in like four just... weeks, we're firing the cast and crew. And she was just like, fuck you. And didn't come back. Well, I think she, she did I come thought back. she said in her statement. She, I think she did come back, but then she finished out the season, right. but then didn't come back for the next season. Okay. Yeah. I think the way she phrased it, she said she came back like 10 days after surgery, like some relatively fast period of time afterwards. Yeah. Um, and she I said mean, I don't. That idea. Her, I mean, like I said, we I don't know anything about the actual production or how it works, but or how they do it there. But I know that it doesn't surprise it wouldn't surprise me if what she said was true because productions are on a tight schedule. You got you got to get it going, otherwise you're losing money. And these it's you know talent or lives be damned. Maybe not lives. They probably just don't think the risk is enough. They're like, yeah, it'll it'll suck, but you'll probably get over it. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if this was true and that things were actually unsafe in the interest of just keeping production going but at the same time i it's all about she said they said at this point so it's hard to say who is telling the truth but i'm usually more inclined to believe the person than you know a you know conglomerate that's in whose interest is in you know pointing the finger did you see the other part of the story where she was saying that uh scott degray scott was abusing women on set Oh, no. I yeah. guess I missed that so, story. Yeah, it goes deeper. That's what happens when you go get smacked from the, from the madman. Um, so she is saying that one of the allegations is that he, uh, that that was part of the reason why she left the show, that he was abusing women on set. Um, so he had come out and denied that accusation. And as part of the lead up into the story, Jammer, I was just saying that Warner Brothers just came in and was like, no, no, none of that shit's true. You got fired. And it's kind of interesting because as I hear those versions of the events, they don't necessarily sound in conflict with each other, right? Like you misbehaved sh- for the four weeks or whatever we told you, you could, you're, well, you're whatever. Yeah, that so, could be their reason. So they're saying that they let her go because of her quote unquote behavior on set. Her behavior on set might've been exactly what she was talking about. Like, hey, I shouldn't be here. I don't want to be here. I'm hurt. I'm injured, blah, blah, blah. You're not giving me time to do this, to, to heal, to recuperate. And so like, ah, you know what? Fuck you. You're fired. Yeah. And like, 
and I'm not they saying that to they say didn't that. specify what the behavior was. That's like, right. It could have literally been it's fairly short oh. statement. And so I don't say that stuff to say like, oh, she's right and she's correct. I just say it to point out that as I hear these versions of events, they don't necessarily sound like they're in conflict with each other. Interesting. And I find that to be interesting. I didn't think of that. I'm just a guy though. When these news stories comes out, it's like she says something. It's like I believe her, and then the next person releases a statement. It's like I believe them, and then someone, and then she releases another statement, and I'm like, I believe her. <laughs> nope. That's called yeah. being a good journalist, Nick. Excellent. And I'm just the opposite. I believe no one. I'm like, yeah, y'all, y'all, everybody's a fucking liar. I don't. I'm, I'm house. I'm house. Everybody lies. Just gotta. I mean, it kind of feels like the. Uh, cyborg thing in a way where it's like we only have one person i was like if i hear some other people come forward and talk about whedon then yeah and it's like oh then you did have other people so i'd like to hear some cast members come forward and say so here's the thing though or i don't know that i necessarily need that because the problem here is warner brothers is established it's an environment yeah it's systemic like this is just your studio dc in particular funnily enough (laughs) so I, i think at the point where you have allegations coming up from multiple productions i don't necessarily need everybody on every set say say something i could also see there being like a real difference in perspective here of what what abuse of women means like if to refer to another apple tv plus series uh should i spoil this fuck it i'm spoiling season one of, of the morning show you had your chance um, people yeah, you had your chance. Oh no! Where <laughs> I'm not gonna watch. Steve Carell's character was uh, accused of sexual abuse or misconduct or what have you, and in his mind, like, oh, this person had sex with me of their own free accord, and mm. it wasn't until later where she's like, he was very clearly like he thought, oh, you did this for your career, and then when he came to her, saying like, oh, you owe me a favor because you know you had sex with me and then I like did something for you. And she's just like, that's not what happened at all. It's just such a warped perspective because of the power dynamic that just makes it seem like maybe this, this Doug Ray Scott guy thinks what he did wasn't abuse. abuse. How do you not know who Doug Ray Scott is of mission impossible Two fame and almost being Wolverine fame? That's oh, he was the bad guy not, in mission impossible. I, did, too. I don't know. I did not know those name, things. But... Cause I, I, easy i sure as hell expected nick of too. all of you of all of you i thought nick was gonna point at the screen am I, like goddamn I leonardo dicaprio least, like i thought he was gonna do the watched, thing like yep it's my least watched mission impossible and movie. i actually had no idea the name of the actor in that movie because that's it. so, so now i do it's not, it's not doug ray scott so oh, you've been Scottish. butchering that joseph <laughs> yeah doug ray scott need to keep counting who butchers more names this episode <laughs> It's still you. It's still. I mean, it. unless you count. I mean, yeah. It depends on on what you think about you know me pronouncing David Pudi's name correct incorrectly, or just substituting an entirely different name like yeah. Jamie yeah. Pudi. <laughs> he just Donald shuffled, shuffled it again. If you didn't realize he did. <laughs> and that that was the joke, Nick. Uh, okay, <laughs> I didn't know joke. if you were still on the joke or not because you already used David, and it's close to. Uh, Damn Danny. it! It's I'm running out of names. <laughs> Brandon Pooty, Nick Pooty, Nick Pooty, I dig it. I can't say Danny Pooty because that's correct. <laughs> Howdy anyway. anyway, next. So, I'm curious what you guys think about this. Um, so, we've got some casting coming out of the Continental, the long gestating mm. John Wick prequel, and people are upset. 
people are upset that Mel Gibson is confirmed as having a starring-ish role in this film. He's going to be playing a character by the name of Cormac. And so what we're learning as the production of this takes place, it's going to be set 40 years before actual film of John Wick. Um, they've actually already uh, figured out who's going to be playing a young Winston, the individual played by Ian McShane. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are, again, are upset at the fact that Mel Gibson is being cast in this um, based on previous things he said and done. Um, how do you guys feel about it? Especially considering, I want you guys to go first. We watched a, a Mel Gibson movie last year for Christmas. Like we've covered Damn. Mel Gibson on the show. We watched uh, Fat Man. Santa or whatever. Yeah, Fat Man. That's Fat what the Man. movie was called. And you say that to mean what? No, I mean, like, keeping in mind, we've actually featured him. How do we feel about it? Because it's not like we feature a lot of these people who have gotten in troublesome pasts and stuff. I don't know. But we were willing to talk about, about Mel Gibson the latest movie. Robert Gulf Wraith book a few weeks back. So. What now? Brandon talked about the Robert Galbraith book from a few week, a few weeks back. It's from J.K. Yeah. Rowling. Mm, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have yeah. talked about this stuff. And so in the past. I, I think, and we didn't talk about it when we brought when we talked about Fat Man, but there was a reaction to that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so has he ever apologized for anything that he said? Yeah, not that I recall. I uh, I think it's a bad move. Just I'm because not fa- there's so much stigma to cast him as the lead in their show. It's the bad move in what way? Gonna like it. What? Is it a bad move because it's a bad move, or is it a bad move because too many people aren't gonna like it? Or I would. It could be both. It's definitely not an acting bad move. Like he would crush the role. It's just, do you want him attached? Sure. Especially does this is a Netflix show, right? Isn't it? No. No, I, mean, I was going to say, show, does Netflix want to deal with uh, that news the same week they're dealing with the trans right news and stuff like that would be the bigger question. Yeah, no kidding. I but, would um, watch him, even though I don't really care about the franchise. It's just, it's, I don't know how to feel if he deserves it or not. Okay. Is that because you don't know why the backlash exists or? Well, I know why the backlash exists. Absolutely. Okay. I just don't know. I don't know if he deserves to be let back in all the way to Hollywood or not. That's what I meant. I mean, he's in, right? Like, yeah, he is. He's as in like, as it, I can see him he's getting more in than fired fr- from this before they even start shooting because people freak out about it, which I doubt it. He didn't get fired from Fat Man. He didn't get fired yeah, Fat from Man's, uh, independent film that isn't attached to one of the biggest franchises in Hollywood. <laughs> Danny, do you know this um, boss level? Was that a film that was made for the theaters that was bought by Hulu? Uh, I couldn't answer that because Hulu is not something that I'm familiar with over here. Right. As far as it was promoted and advertised where, where I am, it was a director theaters film. It was a big film. And Mel Gibson's name was on the poster quite prominently in that as well. It wasn't like a and also starring. It was um, uh, Frank Grillo and Mel Gibson and Gibson, I forget the female act- actress. I apologize, but there was those three top billing. Um, I was so yeah. Okay. I was actually considering watching that, not even knowing Mel Gibson was in it, because I like Frank Grillo and I like the the idea it, behind the movie. I did not realize he was in it either. Um, I 
because I only watched it on Danny's recommendation. Loved it, by the way. I thought it was I great. was about to ask you about that because I know I never told you he was in it and I wasn't sure when you <laughs> mentioned Mel Gibson tonight. I was like, I wonder, I wonder how that, how, how Jonesy felt watching that film when he came in it, when he was revealed as I the mean, bad guy. I, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was kind of surprising. And, but what I did find interesting, giving the, the stars that were rotating in that movie, it wasn't that big yeah. of a surprise. It was a surprise that it was him. Um, I, I think that the things that he has done, um, they occurred long enough ago. And I knew that they occurred at the time that I'm not upset enough that I can't divorce myself from what I'm watching, which is different than somebody like Eric Crazy. Clapton, right? No, Eric Clapton, where... Oh even though that was much farther away in the past, it was something that resurfaced and I had learned about relatively recently. So I didn't have a chance to process it, even though it happened a while ago. I processed. Eric Clapton do. Yeah. Ooh, man. I haven't uh, heard about this. That could be an episode turn. in and of itself. Uh, so All we're right. already at the dark <laughs> turn. So basically Eric Clapton went on an incredibly racist tirade in 1971-ish um, he was at a concert and he asked all of the people who were foreigners, all the people of color oh, to raise their hands and identify themselves. And then he told them to get the fuck out, not out of the studio or not out of the concert hall, out of England. And he went on this like crazy tirade and said, stay out of England, keep England white. Actually, and, I didn't even know that was an old story. I thought that was something that he did. No. Like, last and week so week before. <laughs> what makes it bad is it came up in the context of uh his anti-vaccine stance for lack of a better word um and so it was one of those things where he has espoused this belief uh that he's being ostracized based on his anti-vaccine stance and the articles that were coming out were like oh yeah don't forget he's also a racist piece of shit to which like jammer i was like wait what now and so I went over and read this thing and I'm just like, man, fuck. And I was outdone for like weeks because not only is he someone that I listened to as I started my own guitar journey, he's somebody whose music I wanted to emulate. And that made it hit that much harder. And so taking it back to Mel Gibson, while I enjoy the Lethal Weapon series, I don't enjoy him on the same level that I did someone like Eric Clapton. So my time needed to process his bullshit was much shorter and yeah i don't go see movies for him but there's that so that's how i feel about this story how do you guys feel about it eh. Eh. Like i Clapped it's not it's, the... it's not a move i would have made oh no, okay just... actually danny uh, you can take it from here i gotta go to the guy i'll be back the guy he's got to get more gear the guy from the guy he's writing him a check fuck he's buying a lot of gear <laughs> i am um, as far as i'm concerned on this i'm with you jonesy on this one i think enough time has passed uh for me personally with how much i was invested in him he certainly wasn't he was certainly wasn't my number one actor nick or my number two three four maybe <laughs> five or six um, but I think enough time has passed. I, I don't think the role, from what I can gather, is going to be any bigger than it was than it than the, his role in Boss Level, which, for your information, Nick, is not not that major, really. Yeah, I think uh, it's not a lot of screen time. 
You said yeah, his name was on the so, poster, even though he wasn't in it that long. Yeah, and that, that was a promotional thing, obviously, because yeah. they still feel where, where I am that having his name on the poster will bring in uh, bring in the the the, the money. Um, so, so yeah, I, I don't mind. I'm with this one. I'm just looking forward to seeing what they do with the actual film and whether it's Mel Gibson or not. Doesn't really bother me at the moment. I know that yeah. may sound like it's like I don't care about the issues he's had in the past. I do, but I think enough time has passed for me personally. And that's always the question. Interesting, he hasn't apologized though. I yeah. did yeah. not know that. I, I mean, I'd yeah, there's been some sort of statement or something. To the best, of, I don't recall him apologizing. And so, what it just means for me is that I've I've reconciled the fact that he's just he's he is too old in 2006 and 2010 to have been an anti-Semitic and racist person using the N-word in a rant against his then girlfriend, girlfriend or fiance, I don't recall. Um, that's just who he is. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's just who he is. And so as long as he's not the focal point of something that I, I want to see, then I'm okay. So yeah, cool. there's that. Guys ready to move on? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right. So fandom, rather than go through every piece of, of news and thing that came up, because it was, it wasn't particularly long. Um, what I will say is I think in my opinion that DC is doing in contrast to their actual productions, when it comes to these virtual press conferences and virtual like um, fan events, they're doing a really good job. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And so one was great. Yeah. We, you know, they've adapted to this pandemic very well. And so when it comes to the stuff that came out of this uh, particular fandom, we got a ton of news and a few trailers. And I guess I'm curious of the stuff that we got. What are the things? Did anything move up on your list or did anything move down on your list? And I'll, I'll preface it by saying this. We got trailers for Black Adam, Peacemaker, Flash, Catwoman, uh, animated, mm -hmm. as well as Batman, uh, which I think is the big one everybody was waiting for. I think it might have been the last thing that they showed. It was. Um, I didn't event. watch the thing, but I was on Twitter updating like every five minutes as people were talking about shit. So like, I would even hear it's out like before it hit online by like yeah. 10 minutes. So I'm like, give <laughs> it to me, give it to me. It's the only reason I'm really here. Yeah. So, so I saw other cool shit. I like. Yeah, um, it, it was well done. And so in addition to those trailers, before I get into what are your most uh, interesting projects that came out of there, we got a new Superman model, right? So it's no longer truth, justice in the American way. It is truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. Um, I mean, better luck slogan. Yeah, I, I think for me, that's, it, it's time uh, because for a long time, there are lots of people who are like, well, what does that even mean? And, you know, what does that mean the American way? And it's oh, yeah. very funny that if you look at uh, Superman Red Sun, coming from that perspective, yeah. that version of Superman is like, what the fuck is the American way, right? Like your shit is built on the bulwark of slaves. You, you're not as great as you think you fucking are. And I, from a story perspective, love that because they called them on their shit. And so I think for this time and period, it's an appropriate change. Um, but we also got uh, some news for 
Batman Cape Crusader. It's not like news news. It's like a little nugget. So we've talked about this show before, and I think Jammer brought it up before because J.J. Abrams is attached as a producer, and I kind of poo-pooed it because um, I don't I don't want his I don't want him attached to anything I want. Um, so Matt Reeves, him, and Bruce Tim of Batman animated series fame are collaborating on Batman Cape Crusader. And one of the things that Bruce Tim said is that because the show is going to be on HBO Max, that it is going to be more Batman animated series than Batman animated series. And what he means by that is it's not going to be held back by any of the Fox um, Fox Channel bullshit, right? It's not going yeah. to be held back by being basically a kid's show. Joker so I'm curious what someone that means. onto a puffy balloon or something rather than yeah. killing someone. Yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll see what that means. Um, and I'm, I just hope. They keep it PG-13. I don't need to see an animated R-rated. Like, we already have the animated R-rated uh, Batman movies that you can buy. Yeah. I don't... I, I, Batman, especially animated, doesn't always need to be R. Even though, you know, it's Snyder's favorite version of Batman, but... Well, it's kind of interesting. I don't... Was it James? Someone from the site said about the Batman trailer that they actually did not like it because it was just basically grimdark. Um, yeah, James said that. Yeah. Um, he said it just looks like the continuation of the Nolan stuff and he was expecting something new I think which is what I I kind of agree with that on some level like I thought it looked great but it does feel like a natural extension of the Nolan stuff which I'm not complaining about because I'll I'll take more of that um at the same time I would say it looks completely different than Affleck or Nolan not completely different but like it's dark but it's very distinct differences between Nolan's Batman I think it's a distinct in its visual style, but as far as its narrative feel, it seems in line with Nolan, but that's just based on the trailer. Mm. Yeah. I, I think that, yeah, Snyder feels definitely more comic booky. Um, oh yeah. Than yeah. this, this feels quote unquote grounded in the real world type. So, um, so let's start. Uh, so how do you guys want to do it? Do you guys want to talk about what your favorites are? Do you want to answer my question or do you just want to run through the trailer? What was your question again? So my question was, based on what we saw, was there anything that went up in your anticipation? And was there anything that went down in your anticipation? I can answer this question. Go for it. I hope so. It's mostly up, actually, honestly, for me. Like, nothing really dropped because I really wasn't uninterested. Uh, actually, Black Adam, still don't care for it. Like, I mean, we, we got, haven't seen that got, much we, footage. We didn't but, see much of it, yeah. But like, they showed us stuff, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. I love Pierce Brosnan's part where he's talking about like, I haven't done a movie this big since James Bond, and I gonna be Doctor Fate. <laughs> like, he actually knows Doctor Fate is, but um, he might. You don't know him? No, he might. Uh, The Flash definitely went way up, and which is funny is because people like people are only excited about the Flash trailer because it has Batman. Yeah, <laughs> but I Bruce, love. I love the right music. It's the right location. It's great so let me ask uh, you about that did you guys did, sorry go ahead. sorry did you guys watch uh oh my god what tells his name who's the flash actor again ezra miller ezra ezra miller's preamble to it super fucking awkward <laughs> super no, it awkward. was it was purposely awkward and i thought it was so fucking funny was that on purpose i there's no way that wasn't on purpose I've there's no way that was he's not purpose. usually that awkward unless he's on drugs or something you no know, i think he's i think he's basically was just like making a joke he's like oh yeah we're we want to show you stuff, but we can't because we're we're still making the movie. And then we thought I'm going to show you this thing, and we can't because it's, we're still we're still making the movie. It was just really dry. I thought it was hilarious, but no, I love the Michael Keaton narration and the just the bat ears 
and uh you know just even the question was like you could go to any universe anytime why the hell do you want to save this one it's a good point i'm out yeah he just leaves Bruce Wayne's like ah fuck can we at least keep supergirl (laughs) i do have a question about that um and so i agree with uh you nick uh, the only, well not you the internet the only reason i care about this is because of all of the stuff around it i care more about supergirl i care more about batman than oh, the I flash in his own goddamn movie um what i'm curious about is and anybody can answer this so we got two flashes two ezra millers in this is that accurate or are they fucking with us they've we said do. aloud the villain's probably gonna be maybe not they but scoop say the villain is going to be barry allen and barry allen but okay it could be some version of zoom or you know whatever the other one or not zoom who's the actual one that's important the flashpoint yeah that's it reverse flash reverse flash is that the same as zoom yeah oh shit well (laughs) it could be a a more personal way of doing reverse flash where he's also barry allen just from a different universe yeah i think it's a cheat it could be a cheat to get to that emotional core faster rather than having to introduce a whole new version I think that's what they're doing with it. Okay. Danny? Um, which subject, Jonesy? Am I answering your first questions or about the flash one, buddy? <sighs> Do you think that the trailer that we saw is accurate? Is Ezra Miller playing two different versions of the Flash or is that uh, some sort of sleight of hand? Uh, from what I saw on the trailer, I think he's playing two different versions, but I will add this little caveat to that. I don't give a shit. Okay. Why? Tell me why. Uh, well, here's the thing. No, and I, to be flippant, I'm my major concern with with the the DC stuff at the moment, particularly with the Flash movie and stuff, and the whole excitement about the Batman thing. I've got slight OCD. I like things neat and fucking tidy, and it's the same kind of challenge I'm having with the multiverse that's happening <laughs> in, in the MCU. I'm confused as fuck about what is actually the timeline, which one am I meant to follow, which one do I care about. For for me, I'm concerned that there's no consequences to any actor or character in both DC and Marvel that I'm going to fall in love with and care about if they can just jump a timeline and reintroduce them again and everything will be okay and they'll just cross them back over and switch that and do that and bring that one in and everything's okay again. It just feels real real like there's no consequences anymore because you can do anything with these timelines but aren't you so describing flash, a comic book problem generally or even Rick well, and Morty. It, well that may be it but it's a problem that i was hoping wouldn't happen in the movies i guess that's my my like yeah i know it happens in the comics and i understood why they did it but with the movies and with my like to have nice neat tidy bows on things I'm concerned that I'm not going to care anymore. Oh, well, don't worry about it. If he dies, Iron Man dies, don't worry. In the next film, they'll just do a, a fucking time jump, multiverse jump with Mephisto or something, and he'll be back. So why should I give a shit if he dies or something? Yeah. And, and although it sounds crazy, it is something that I'm really... It's great. So we've got Keaton's Batman. Is he in the Batman or is he in the one with Michael... Uh, what's uh, uh, Pattinson's Batman now? Is it, Does that exist? Because Superman was in Shazam, so, and now that Superman was in that Batfleck film, and so I don't fucking know anymore. But we don't know and which Superman taking me out. Well, that's right. But I think we, I think at the time and the body shape, I think we could say it was, um, uh, it was Henry Cavill. Looked like it to me. But yeah, but there you go. We don't know. So which one am I meant to follow? Which one do I care about? And the problem is at the moment, I'm not sure I care about any of them. That's yeah, and my I, real stuff with it. So not just a problem with comic books generally, I think what the other thing that you're describing, which will probably make your anxiety about this subject worse is, 
I'm fairly certain that they will use this movie to do a soft Partial reboot. Reset. Yeah, yeah, some sort of reset. Yeah. And so we will, some executive is going to come out and say where these things exist in what universe and what timeline. Because we already know that Ezra Miller version of The Flash has gone to Grant Gustafson's version of The Flash. Mm-hmm. They met before on the CW. And so we know that, like you brought up Pattinson, all of these different Batman exist in different parts of the universe. Um, Supergirl obviously exists in different, well, not obviously, but we know exists in a different universe than Henry Cavill, obviously. Um, And so uh, these things are probably going to make your anxiety worse because they are going to set up very clear lines and divisions um, on these, for lack of a better phrase, multiple Earths, just like the DC phrasing, right? Crisis on Infinite Earths or multiple Earths. Crisis on Um, Infinite Earths. Thank you. Um, So that's what's happening. Yeah, and that's what, I think that's what, that that, from a personal thing, because I like things ordered a little bit, it's, it it is, like you say, anxiety is anxious. Because I do, I do like DC films. I do like these films. I didn't mind that there were separate films, like The Batman with Pattinson. I thought, well, that's going to be a standalone one like The Joker was, or like we think The Joker was. I thought, I'm okay with that. They were great independent films. But now, if they're going to try and tie them together and one could cross into another one, then why would I have any consequences? Why would I care about any consequences to any actor or character character in these films if they could just fix it with a timeline, jump, loop, flash, zoom, reverse. Timey, wimey. Thing. Yeah, thing. So, I'm with Danny on this one. I agree. I mean, yeah, you I couldn't even you couldn't even yeah. care about characters in the Suicide Squad until you knew who was going to live and die. So your ability <laughs> to handle like a multiverse. <laughs> I, I had I had zero faith in your ability to handle a multiverse jammer. I can handle a multiverse, <laughs> but I don't want it. I don't. I don't mind multiverse. I just don't want to. <laughs> I just don't want to deal with it. It's just like I. I, I don't like the fact that it seemed like, oh, for a while, we could just, let's just judge each movie on its own merits. And then they were like, but we're going to tie everything together. I'm like, oh, well. Make your mind up. Yeah. Yes, because they see all the dollars and cents, right? Because there are people like Danny who want it very Which ordered. is so ironic because the dollars and cents, the most dollars and cents they've made was in a completely unaffiliated pros- project. Except, well, not unaffiliated, unconnected. And that's Joker. Mm. Yeah. Well, didn't Aquaman do almost as well that did a billion you know yeah, but, but it, i think, it the Joker, costs I think joker, a ton more yeah joker was oh, the most sure. profitable yeah. dc movie to date i believe yeah. oh for sure yeah yeah considering how much it costs yeah for sure yeah because yeah. what it was like less than 100 right yeah oh yeah, yeah. wasn't like 40 so or with, something well, even like super low with know, that in just, mind uh jonesy with that in mind like just to go back to your first question the 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 film that has that has jumped up in in interest for me is um peacemaker hmm I, that I was I already serious. The trailer was great compared to that teaser, and I'm hoping the fact that that is not connected to the other DC stuff in any bloody way. I it is. It's a sequel to the Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Sequel to the Suicide Squad. Correct sequel. But are you sure I about that now? Nick? Like that part of the universe. What? I didn't not, know that, for so long. Suicide I couldn't Squad believe it. I don't understand how you did Suicide know. Squad not connected to the first Suicide Squad, though, is it? It's a sequel. Uh, yeah, it is. It is a sequel. sequel. Just... I don't give a fuck what anybody says about it's a sequel. The first and the second, like it's a goddamn sequel. Like so I have not a seen... soft reboot. I disagree. Yeah. I used to say that it's not even a soft reboot. It just has a different tone and director. Yeah, I don't know why people are saying that. Like it's so weird. 
Because they're trying to separate it. When you watch the trailer, you're like, oh, this looks nothing like the last one. But it's just, you know, like a better director coming (laughs) in and saving your franchise. It just has the same characters and it's continuing the relationship. That's like fucking trying to tell people that Aliens is a reboot of Alien. Like, no, it's got the same fucking characters. It, man, fucking people. Anyway. um, (laughs) Yeah, I agree with Danny. Uh, Peacemaker, Flash, and Batman. Well, I agree with him on Peacemaker. That, those are the most ex- those are yeah. most exciting ones for me as well. And the um, video Batman games all went solid. Went uh, down. Video games all went down for me. Really? First of all, because I don't own a next gen system, but they don't look like next gen games. Like Suicide Squad does not look beautiful. Last time, last thing we saw from it was a uh, just a uh, you know just pre rendered cutscenes, and now that I'm seeing like the actual fight scenes and stuff, it's like. Well, it looks next gen, but I feel like it could still be on Xbox One because it doesn't look that impressive. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. We're at a stage where we're in the in-betweenies. We cannot have truly next gen shit while those old consoles are still there. But if you look at, yeah. I think the Suicide Squad, they didn't say on Gotham Night. Oh, one of them at least said it was only like it lists the consoles and it was Xbox Series X or whatever the next one is and PlayStation 5. They didn't list PlayStation 4 or Xbox One. I think the other one didn't I mean, list anything, but they're so far away they can't be current gen. It'll take a while before they're able to milk the hardware. Yeah, to put it, think about it like this: those consoles aren't even a year old yet. They will not be a year old That's until. True. But they made one of the month. best looking Xbox One, PlayStation Four games of all time, like which within was the first few uh, Arkham Knight, which in the first few months of release. So you would think this studio, I mean, one of them's Rocksteady, but you know, it's all Warner Brothers. Their, their Batman games have all looked fantastic over every generation that these games would be cream of the crop like some of the other stuff we've seen from other studios. Hmm. I mean, that's it. Earlier I in development might be the only problem. Because so I do like the Court of Isles storyline. Yeah. But it's just the games don't, especially if I can't play them, they don't look that interesting. Yeah. Okay. What else? But yeah, those those three DC movies I think were the favorites for me. Though the uh, Batman, Flash, and the other one that <laughs> I can't remember. What was the other one? I'm so excited for this for this Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Yeah. Peacemaker. yeah, yeah. I like that Peacemaker looks like uh, he's actually going to have like an arc and stuff and has a journey to go on. I think I think it's really good. I think it's cool. Um, so, but I do wonder. I do wonder I noticed someone called him out on the slow walk with animals because I didn't notice it in the trailer, but Eagly is walking next to them. And so it's like, he always has a slow walk with at least one animal creature. He's like, dude, that's my brand. Um, No, I don't know. I'll have to wait for the, it didn't seem too guardian. The thing is, I'll take another guardians, even if it's by another name. I don't care. Um, If it's good, I don't give a shit. It's like, it's like, uh, it's the same thing with the Batman thing. It just looks like Christopher Nolan. Yeah, I'll take another Christopher Nolan Batman movie. I don't give a fuck. Is it good? good? Yeah. Is it good? Yes. Yeah. Okay, we're good. I'll take How it. About- I don't need something to look brand new. I don't need the thing that's like the next invent- reinventing of the wheel. It would be cool if it worked. Sure, but it doesn't need it. Okay. And I yeah. kind of shat on uh, uh, Black Adam. Did, you know, there wasn't much there. Did you guys get more excited? Same excited? anything when you I wanted Black, to see I stuff. wanted to see his face and I'm disappointed I did even though I know what the fuck the rock the rock's face like. yeah I'm very but confused I, mean, like, <laughs> I don't know it had him in a hood the whole time <laughs> I, like, I want to see under the hood um what do you think yeah, it sure. would look like it looked fun 
It looked like The Rock. I don't fucking know, man. Yeah, he's got a big fucking head. Like, I don't understand how, what else? It's a big shiny head. But I mean, you get to see it, like actually see it. We've seen, you know, drawings or concept art of it. I want to see how it looks when it's actually done. The same as I know it'll look exactly the same as we already know. Go watch watch Hobbs and Shaggy, you fucker. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I so I'm actually less excited for that, mostly for this, and it's nobody's fault but my own. I don't want to see a Black Adam without seeing Superman. Black Adam gets engaged in his strength by the fact that he can whoop Superman's ass. And I because he's magical. Because he's magical. And so that's always the threat. And that's just me. I know that's not a real actual problem or concern. I love the stories where Shazam has to come save Superman's ass because Black Adam is just beating this man down. And then they have got to they, then they have to work together. So speaking of Shazam, yep. that I know we didn't get any footage from it. There's no bunch behind the scenes. Stuff that's why it's not on the list. Okay, because that that I was no, like, I was, I was just saying that's why I didn't even put it on the list. Yeah, like I'm like you, you even see the kid who plays Grant Gustin or whatever. I assume it's the kid. Is that the name of the character or the actor who plays what? Grant Gustin? What? Well, Grant I don't know the is the Flash. Is. That's the Flash what? guy. Oh, whatever. The kid who's in a Shazam. He's looking so much older as like at one and point. And just he... like that, he steals the naming <laughs> crown back. <laughs> Are you talking Absolutely. about? Uh, I'll take it. What the heck is the, the kid who plays Billy Batson? Yeah, Billy Batson was the name I was trying to think of. The character's name, the actor who plays him, which I don't know. Um, <laughs> Asher Angel, I think. Asher Angel, yeah, it's something pretty close to that, if not that. I love uh, that Grant Gustin has an actual superhero name in real life. The GG, the alliteration. That's cool. <laughs> that's that. The Marvel, the Marvel alliteration. No, I mean Clark Kent Alliter- alliteration. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying Marvel has a lot of alliteration names intentionally in their history. Peter Parker, Bruce Banner. Not just Marvel, it's DC. Hey, you just proved another yeah, DC one. Yeah, just say Clark Kent. Billy Batson. Clark Kent is two different letters. Lois it's Lane. alliteration. Alliteration. Oh, I was talking about actually using the first. Lex Luthor. Bruce Bowane. Bruce Bowane. <laughs> <laughs> Should have been Bruce Dwayne. Nick DeHead. But, uh, I don't know. It's just the closer the actor is to growing up, isn't a Shazam supposed to be his adult form? Or it's supposed to look like a completely yeah, different Yeah, I always adult? thought that it was weird. I wish that they had specified that the Shazam is like a different character, not just the pinnacle of your potential because it's like, I'm 25 and this guy is like thir- 35 or whatever, or 40, and apparently in 15 years I'm going to look like that if I pump some weights. They're going to clear I, it up. I, I bet right. they'll do that in the sequel and kind of clear it up. They'll probably just up. kill him. That too. I think at some point they'll just say like, hey, child, we don't need a child actor anymore. We've moved beyond the need for that narrative device. But that's just a Superman story. So? Anyway. I actually am surprised. I always thought that Black Adam would, would basically be their Shazam. I always mm. thought. I always thought they would just get rid of, not actually do Shazam proper because it seemed like a storyline that just wouldn't really fit within the DCEU. But here I am several years later and fucking wrong. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they could do that down the line, mostly because I think that Black Adam just joined the Justice League in the comic book. Hmm. So, which is, I think, part of their way of justifying that he will not be a complete dick in this hmm. movie that they're going to turn yeah. into an He's one of those characters that some flips around sometimes, even in the past. So. Yeah. So, anything else from Fandom? Um, oh, I'm sorry, Catwoman. That cartoon looks really fun. Yeah, it looks fun. 
definitely more stylized and almost like Harley Quinn than most of the stuff they do, which is why it looks yeah. the most fun. And it looks hilarious. It actually looks like it's more of a funnier one. Yeah, it and actually then, reminds me of, yes. I was going to say, I cannot, I know it's, it looks like it's very far away based on what they showed. I cannot fucking wait for Harley Quinn season three. I love that show. They just showed some animatics and stuff, and yeah, including a partially animated kite man. I, I, yeah, behind the scenes stuff and things that are too far out and kind of like that. Yeah, just just hold it back until you got something. I'm fine. I can wait. Um, but moving on real quick from fandom, there was one other thing I want to talk about. There were two trailers we were talking about. Um, you guys can pick one: Uncharted or Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop. Oh my god. All day. All day. Fucking uncharted. The trailer's not out yet, right? The trailer's next week. That was almost well, like not a the trailer, short but film. yeah. It was yeah, like a short. I, I call it a trailer. Like yeah. I think for it is. Yeah. What for is a trailer? Purposes. Yeah. I is trailer. Is I the is trailer. do you think they'll keep that a stylized look? for like every yes. scene yes. and that's not yes. just a three minute video they made because i yeah. love yes it. because i think that's the point is that it kind of shows off the style in short film fashion it just looks so like a trailer if they were going to do that for like 30 minutes not a, tra- a trailer isn't a short film dipshit no, no trailer- but an idea to give you like what the <laughs> feel of the project is no but I, I feel like it's like a it's like a vertical slice so to speak of what you can expect except in a more narratively brisk fashion mm-hmm. but still teasers like i assume the guy who's ta- he's talking to while he's trying to eat noodles is an important character in the show jet mm. oh the three noodles the guy like appears in red and he's like i will kill you vicious oh, yeah. did he actually he's like, no <laughs> what yeah he's like i'm he's like i'm coming for you he just sees like, a vision of him while he's eating noodles you. and i was like no, he must be an important fella yeah, he is. Otherwise, um, it felt fairly self-contained. It was just—I really enjoyed not knowing the original show. I know Jammer says it's different. I really enjoyed the very, interaction very between the actors' characters, and obviously the the comic book panel even being used as a weapon, sort of. Which is funny. That was like my biggest one of my criticisms, quote unquote criticisms, and I say quote unquote criticisms mostly just because I'm comparing it to the source material. And you know, I'll talk about my overall impression separate from the source material in a minute but yeah the the characters interactions specifically Faye, different character she's too buddy buddy with the rest of them in the show she's very much like her own thing and just kind of gets caught up in them but generally they kind of do their own thing a lot of times and they kind of intersect um i don't know i just never got that vibe she's there but i never feel like she like has a that much of a freaking back and forth buddy buddy rapport that they kind of show here uh and she seemed just as irritated with them in this as she does in the show like the I whole guess. wrap up to this is her yelling at them about the fact that they've <laughs> fucked up the bounty which is a consistent thing throughout the series okay and i i i don't know i felt yeah. like they kept the spirit of that relationship but i guess for me they just seems like they're friends do they and i don't they seem like they're friends to me in this they seem like they're like they're like guardians of the galaxy type family friends in this. I did get that impression too, but I also don't know what to compare it to. I it's hard to I don't know that it. Hmm, I don't because I I would I like I almost wouldn't consider them friends. I feel like Jet is just there. He's like the adult in the room, mm-hmm. and he just puts up with Spike. Oh, you just, don't even think they're friends. I mean, they are, but like it's it's almost more in like a 
father-son type way as opposed mm. to like a friend way and then Faye is just there well they did make the main so, character quite a bit older because of casting as far as the father-son thing no i mean yeah. i think it's more of the relationship rather than actual age thing okay um what i do find interesting about let me say let me think what i find interesting about Faye's relationship to spike is it's very surface level until the very end and that's even a conversation that they have. Like when he does start telling her things about himself, she's like, shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear anything you're saying about yourself because you've never done that before. And that makes it seem like you're not coming. You're talking about the show. Yes. And so I think from that perspective, you're right that it's, it's kind of surface level, um, less friendshipy, but I do think at least in my estimation, they kept kind of the spirit of the relationship alive. I, I do think that the style that they're going for is so incredibly different. And in that respect, I do think that you're right, Nick, about utilizing the frame of the show, um, like the comic book panels. Seems Which very bothers Scott me because it there's no. This is not based on a comic. I know it's just a style. I mean, mm. it's unique. Because it like it is someone... unique, but I think that it alters the the adaptation enough. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, it's, suddenly they it's can jump filmed... locations just by walking through. Pushing if I told you something was film noir, and then they were like, "Hey, we're going to make an American adaptation of this film noir thing that you did," and the people started grabbing comic book panels, you'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" Like it, it's that much of a disconnect. Like while it does look mm. good, you're right. I, I think it looks good. I think it's fun. I think it's interesting. To Jammer's point, it is not this mm-hmm. show. Not at all. It is more Scott Pilgrim than anything else. Uh, so yeah, someone else pointed more, out the real birth more Scott of Pilgrim. It, even before uh, um, Jammer's also compared to obviously the Speed Racer, one of his favorites. But someone online Hulk? was like, it's like Ang Lee's Hulk. Yeah. No, like, oh, yeah, they did these like, but they, they did, like, did it they wasn't did. good. They did like four panels at once a lot of the time, just to be like, this is a comic book it, movie. Yeah, it was just more that was more surface level, not integrated into the actual no. way the story was told. But it was again, more just like and comic. And then movie, okay, we're back to normal. That movie walked and flopped so the show could so the next ones could run and then this one could run. No, nah. don't don't you dare. Don't nah. you dare. It's for- Fine, we'll go back even farther. <laughs> Where twenty four uses multiple. <laughs> That's funny. No, but yeah. Uh, yeah, like 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 Brandon was saying, essentially, like I, this is nothing like Cowboy Bebop at all. But it still looks freaking awesome, and I'll definitely watch it. And it looks super fun, and I think all the actors look like they're having a good time, and I want to see how they how it works. But do you think, Jammer? Do you think a one to one adaptation of this show would work? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just about finding the visual style that would work the visual. So like there is a little bit of like a a bit of cartoonies to like the style of the characters and the art versus what is possible in reality. But I feel like there's like a more grounded or or grounded and grimy way that they could have gone with it. Yeah. More noir. And they didn't that is closer to the show. And they could have retained that more sort of grounded nature of the original series. And it could have worked just fine. But this is still good. 
but not necessarily what well, I would consider is in it the good? spirit of the show. It looks good. It looks good. Danny, I know how much you love the anime. What did you think of the visuals of this? This got me excited. I actually really enjoyed the visuals on this. And I'm looking forward to this. So I know it's not, I, I totally understand it's not what I've been uh, urged to try and watch and get into, but I actually quite like this one. Uh, but I am literally totally 100% understanding that it's different jammer. So I'm not going to judge it, not going to judge this. Um, not going to compare it, I should say, to uh, to the original anime at all. I will still check that out. But Which, this was good. Good news for really you. Funny. Netflix just got the rights to stream the show. So it's also on Hulu. To, oh, but I mean, you don't have access. But he doesn't have Hulu. We covered that. <laughs> right. Don't you listen to your own show? <laughs> uh, we covered that. So Netflix, Danny, fucking jammer. It's going to have the show for you to watch. So you can either watch it before or after. I, I, at this point, I would recommend watching it after. That was um, my plan. I don't I'm hoping preconceived notions. that they have the movie as well. I really enjoy the movie. I like love the movie. I really yeah. like the movie a lot. Um, but I, it's funny. The whole thing about me like being oddly defensive about the spirit of the anime. And yet I think the show is fine. It's nothing like everyone fucking <laughs> and loved really it. loved the movie. I think it's okay. And I really like the movie though. So <laughs> it's not a very long series, is it? It's no, it's like 24 episodes. episodes. Okay, 26? that's what I thought. It's not like, a, I knew it wasn't a 26. one piece, but I didn't know how short it was or how long. 26 most, in the movie? Most anime are 13 to 26 episodes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's what I figured. So they could do this whole, well, they won't follow the plot exactly, but they, in fact, if anything, this is successful, they'll have more episodes of this than they would have had of the it doesn't seem it. like it yeah like i don't think it'll be successful enough where it's like the british office or the american no, office and are like let's I'm keep it going that if you know the anime you've seen enough of this to go like hmm i don't know where this is going like i don't know that you're going to do more than what you've already shown okay. me the anime has is a complete story that's that's it that's all you get so if they go that route with this then there's nowhere to go gotcha right. and my comment is like again if you know the anime watching stuff that they've shown in the trailers you're like yeah it's over so cool. anyway anything else Any, anything else you guys we did a lot we did so much i'm really proud yeah, of I you know. guys like, it was we, a gauntlet i i listen i am impressed but not surprised i knew we could do it uh i had faith in us i had faith in you so I didn't early on. We were getting on a lot of tangents. And I'm really? Like, oh, no. But our tangents were all short. Tangents. We had short tangents. Yeah. We kept it together. We did all right. We, we crushed it. We did crush let's, it. Let's all pat ourselves on the back. Anything else before we move on? Before we shut it down? I'm trying to think here. If there's anything else I want to say about Ooh. this trailer. Oh. What else uh, in the meantime, <laughs> I finished uh, Only Murders in the Building. And it's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, the ending is really like it, it. It follows through all the way, and it's it's delightful. I finished Warrior, and it's fucking stressful as hell. I really <laughs> enjoy it though. I can't believe somebody almost canceled that show. Fuck you, at Cinemax, whoever almost did that. Um, what have I? That's the only way you're gonna get. No, 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 we're not doing this. We're waiting on you. Yeah, I was just killing gonna, time yeah, until yeah, you had another time. thing to say about the show or the trailer. Oh yeah, okay, oh, okay. I got um. You got nothing. Watch Speed Racer. Be worth it. <laughs> okay. God damn it. Watch Speed Racer. Speed Racer ran so Cowboy Bebop can also run, as I said on Slack. No. And then Scott Pilgrim, obviously, is another comparison, but. 
And Dick Tracy. Yeah, Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy. Yeah. And uh maybe Tracy. Yeah. I remember I remember the the NES video game. The NES video game was shit. It was so bad. Isn't any NES video adaptation? Yeah, video like movie adaptations is always garbage. Not ET. Wait, that was Atari. That was Atari. That was the tool. Of all time. That was shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, Cowboy Bebop, I'm, I'm interested. Uh, it admittedly has me a little bit nervous about One Piece because I think it's the same studio. <sighs> but so mm. I feel like the style that they're going for in this seems more appropriate for One Piece than Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't know how you're going to translate One Piece into live action. I don't, don't know how you do it. I, I, I don't do know. think. I don't know either. But I think stylistically, what they've done with Cowboy Bebop is more in line with what I've read from One Piece than yeah. Even what I've seen of the cartoon than what they did with Cowboy Bebop. So maybe it's just yeah. Audition. Well, uh, just audition. anyway, we'll see. Anyway, we shall see. Cut the check. Dear listeners, if you like what you heard, do all the socials. Like, rate, comment, subscribe, share. We definitely appreciate it. Also, jump on that Apple podcast. Rate us. Let us know what you think. Uh, you know, our inability to keep names straight and go on tangents. Mm-hmm. Let us know. Talk about it. Also, hop on the Discord. Let us know what your favorite thing from DC Fandom was. It'd be very exciting to hear what y'all think about that. Also, LRM Online has other great content on the website be it articles, be it podcasts, go check it out. Other than that, Danny, where can you be found? I can be found in my garden, polishing my pumpkin, ready for next weekend. What is happening? Is that a euphemism? Is that an innuendo for something? (laughs) Before we find out, Jammer. You can find me on Twitter at Jam the Writer. All my books under the name AJ Serna on Amazon and Audible. Nick Doll, where can you be found? At Kiki Nick Doll on Twitter. Did you say Kinky Nick Doll? (laughs) That's a different account. That's that's the one I don't share. Kiki Nick Doll. Don't go there. That's the breaking geek after dark stuff. (laughs) <laughs> geeky, geeky Nick doll. Yeah, geeky Nick doll. Not, geeky Nick doll is the one not to look up. Um, and I'm gonna try to secure that right after the show. Um, <laughs> and I do Marvel Multiverse Mayhem. I just with imagine Kyle. The, the image is like a picture of you in a ball gag. <laughs> I'm picturing the Tobias photo shoot where yeah, he has like all of his headshots at once <laughs> with the ball gag and like a whip. And stuff. <laughs> anyway, that's where I'm at. Don't kick shame, Nick. I'm not. It's just funny. I like uh, Danny's foot photo the other day. What? I missed this. Thank God I missed this. Anyway. <laughs> it's not important. I just, it was funny. And you can find me contributing to the website on Twitter at Sir Jones. And of course, right here on Breaking Geek Radio, the podcast. Folks, as always, thanks for listening. And we will catch you on the next one. Hasta lasagna. Don't get any on ya. Mission accomplished. Down, down. Man, that down, Uncharted down, 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 trailer down, down, down. actually looks pretty good. I was it a looks Tom fine. Holland. I was Tom Holland poo pooer, and now I'm like. You know I what? mean, it still doesn't look like Nathan Drake. 
No, it doesn't. It's like an origin story, though, isn't it? And they want nah, to longer, they want like, a longer that's franchise. That's why they made not, the decision. He's not gonna. He's not gonna grow up remotely to look or act or sound like Nathan Drake. That's the problem. He's why does he keep coming up this episode? <laughs> You're not gonna grow up to be that guy. <laughs> You're not Shazam. You're not my Nathan Drake. Um, but yeah, Nathan Fillion is Nathan Drake, and he's too old. The, he is too old, and but in terms of mannerisms and syntax and dialogue, like all of that stuff is totally that guy. And I've I've never looked up to see whether or not they base him off of him, but he is him. Yeah, so failing that, him, honestly, I feel like that was the best route to go. If you're not going to get him, just go a completely different direction. There has to be yeah. someone else who would be a better, well, more be look appearance. representative of what acting. No, no, I'm talking also. about. Well, what are you talking about? He's got the shirt. He's got the the gun holster. You know, he's got. I'm the not talking about the look. Well, because you already said Nathan Fillion looks more like character and you're like tom holland doesn't look like him but tom holland doesn't have to no 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 it's not it's not physical appearance like in terms of the way so that's what i was saying syntax like the way that he talks and Mm. moves and acts like if you go back and watch firefly that's nathan yeah you know who would be good if if he was i think a better actor as far as like appearances (laughs) sure liam hemsworth Mm. it's actually not bad at all I actually think Chris Hemsworth would be a good one too. Yeah, he's like if you there, you go. Like Ragnarok is totally him. Yeah, there we go. Did you play the games? You you seem very opinionated about this. Did you play the games? I played the first one. Okay. Back in two thousand eight. Back in the yacht. Seven or whenever that was. Okay. I remember my friend. He he had his PS three. And he got it, and then he spent like eight hours doing updates on it when he got it. I was like, this is a nightmare. Yeah, that was me great. getting the original Grand Theft Auto V. I was like, oh, I can play my four AM. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off 
my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.